Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Dating Dossier. I'm sorry I missed you last week, but with everything going on in the world, there were just some other things that I think needed everyone's priority. So we're back this week, and this week is going to be a little different, um, and I'm a little nervous. Like My heart is kind of racing for this one, I will be honest. talked about it before that I would eventually tell you guys about the time I dated a narcissist and a gaslighter and (laughs) all of those things. Um, So I thought today's the day. So we're going to share that story. And I was trying to think of like, what's the best way to tell this story? I tried to write down all the things I could remember. Like, I was like, should I go over definitions and pull out examples? Should I talk to someone else who I know has dated a narcissist? Like, what's the best way to do this? So as I've talked about before in other episodes, I keep a journal. I'm not so good about it that I write in my journal every night. However, when I'm feeling really upset and stressed out, I'll write in it. And sometimes there are chunks of time where I am writing in it every night. So I do have a record of I kept one throughout college. I started it um, in high school. I kept one in college, and I still have one to this day that I write in, and it helps me kind of process my thoughts. So I definitely was keeping a pretty consistent journal when I was dating this guy. So I thought I would just pretty much read my journal because those were my thoughts at the time. And that's about as real, raw, and vulnerable as you can get. I'm not going to read it word for word. Like, not every thought that goes through my mind needs to be shared with the public. So I'll spare you some of those details. But I will go through the main points. I do want to preempt it, though. When I dated this guy, I was in a time in my life where I was set up to be like the perfect victim for a narcissistic personality for someone who's manipulative for someone who wanted to gaslight someone I was in the perfect spot right we started dating in March of 2016 okay so if you remember I moved down to North Carolina in August of 2015 and in between August and the holidays so my life fell apart if you guys listen to the shout out to my ex episodes you may remember that October is when I found out that Zach was dating someone else totally shattered my world um was in a bad spot (laughs) if you guys remember from my conversation with Brandon um in the episode called learn from our mistakes I had moved down to North Carolina for what turned out to be a scam job So I was just in a really crummy place. I'm super close with my parents now. I talk to my mom at least once a day, if not more some days. Um, Like that meme where it's like when you were a teenager, all you wanted was your mom to leave you alone. But now it's like you call her and if she doesn't answer every 15 minutes, you're like, look, I just wanted to tell you about the chicken nuggets I just made. I'll call you back in seven minutes. Like that's me. But I wasn't always like that. So we got close 
when I moved down to North Carolina and I didn't have anybody else, I didn't have a friend group and I was used to having a friend group. I mean, I grew up playing sports, right? Like, so from being a little kid in youth sports to middle school was in band, high school, sports, band, college, band, sorority. I was always my entire life. And I think a lot of people kind of identify this with this. I had my friend groups just like handed to me, right? Like I had these pre-made friend groups. And of course, like I made my own friends and connections and things like that. But I was always put in these situations where I had this, you know, group of friends. So I didn't have that in North Carolina, right? And I'm just setting it up because (laughs) I'm trying to not sound crazy when I talk about like what I put up with um, with this guy. It was also little things. He was not like punching me in the face. Um, these were not like obvious signs. I'd never, to my knowledge, really talked to someone about gaslighting. Um, but I ended up going to therapy at this time. And I'm such an advocate for therapy. I think we should treat our mental health like we treat our physical health, take care of it, maintain it, do what we got to do. Um, and I learned some of the, and I was a psych minor, right? And I still didn't know about all of this. So I can only imagine, um, you know, folks who are experiencing it, who have like never heard of any of it, you know, like attachment styles and stuff like that. But anyway, I just wanted to set it up as to where I was coming from when this kind of all started to happen and where it was going down. I was in a really just vulnerable place. Um, I mean, I just really wanted to be loved, I think. Um, Because I was coming off a breakup. I dated a guy for like three years in high school, into college, then dated Zach for about three years. So I was coming off that. So I was coming off two long-term relationships, both of which I thought like marriage was on the table. Because I'm, you know, that's, I have friends in my circle and as well as family members who get married young my parents got married pretty young we've talked to my brother and sister-in-law they got married pretty young so that's always kind of what I thought was going to happen it wasn't even um I don't want to say a plan it was just like oh that's what we do there's no other like nothing else had occurred to me right not for bad or good no one was telling me what to do anything like that I obviously had a plethora of opportunities um It was just, that's what I thought was going to happen. So now that those were kind of off the table, I still was trying to fill that um, void, I guess. So anyway, this was in 2016. I had been in North Carolina, I think. So let's see, um, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. So right at six or seven months. Um... I had a full-time job at a pharmaceutical company that I did not like. They, like, timed our bathroom breaks. I clocked in at 9.01, like, twice, and they wrote me up and gave me a final warning. Like, if I clocked in at 9.01, again, they would fire me. And I remember them asking, they're like, is there anything we can do to, like, help you get here on time? I was like, I don't know. We're on the third floor of the building. And uh, I was obviously in the building at 9 o'clock, just wasn't clocked in. And if anyone knows me, you know I'm late because of who I am as a person. So that obviously was not a good environment for me. So was it a job I didn't love? Um, felt stuck in North Carolina. 
blah, 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 blah. I'm not trying to bemoan the fact. I'm just trying to not sound um, like quite as crazy as I'm going to sound. Okay, so we are just going to dive in and see how this goes. So Monday, February 29th, 2016, I am writing in my journal, blah, 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 blah. Says, I possibly have a date with, we shall call him Dave. If you know, you know. It is what it is. We're going to call him Dave. And let's hope I remember that. Otherwise, I'm going to have to edit this out. And that's going to suck. Okay. I possibly have a date with Dave this weekend. But I just have a feeling it's going to get canceled. And even if it doesn't, he's never going to want to talk to me or see me again afterwards. <laughs> so we were in a really good place um, to be dating. <laughs> um Let's see. I'm lonely and yet I don't want a relationship. I'm too scared. I'm scared to let anyone else in and yet I don't know how to be guarded. Um, then I'm like, you know, writing about Zach. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is great. Um, okay. Wednesday. March 2nd, 2016, 10.37 p.m. Yeah, sometimes I write the time in there because it's got to be, got to be detailed. Okay, so I had time to go to Ross to buy a dress for my date this Saturday night. It's a short, silky, flowy black dress, and I got black heels and a little clutch. Doing the most. Um, I remember that dress. I still have that dress. There's a jewel missing in the collar, though. So, but that's, you know, I was shopping at Ross, so. He's taking me to a fancy restaurant in Durham called Nana's. He made reservations and asked me to wear a dress. We are also going to the movies. I remember that. Um, I haven't reread this diary in preparation for this, so I may just have to, like, nix this whole idea. But he told me to wear a dress that weekend. And I thought that was like so cute and romantic like it seemed like one of those things you see memes about like the guy gets the girl a dress and jewelry and is like put this on I'll pick you up at seven like it seems like a really sweet and romantic thing and I think it can be um but in this in this case it was like a red flag a hundred percent red flag here we go ding 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 hazard lights are on we're not even on the first date and he was telling me what to wear so just keep that in mind for what a wild ride we're gonna go on but me having you know memorized every disney movie in existence i was like oh this is romantic he's prince charming he's my prince charming say I am excited, but I'm more terrified that I'm going to show up and he's not going to like what he sees, that he'll think I'm way too fat and he'll never want to see me or talk to me again. I've been trying to remind myself not to get too excited because remember all the other times you were hopeful? Gee, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I was not in a good spot. I don't think like this anymore and I don't write in my journal like this. Um, but I'm just, this is where I was. I was like, I was pretty much desperate, I think, is what we can all agree on this is, I'm excited to go on a date though and he's really cute six one yeah ladies you know what I'm talking about so yeah I'm really excited for this potential but I'm scared if he doesn't cancel he'll see me on Saturday night and then bail like I'm really scared um like whatever is supposed to happen will happen when it's supposed to happen if anything I get to dress up and feel pretty even if it's just for myself 
very grateful for this opportunity to go out on a real fancy grown-up date. So I was really excited about this. I was excited to go out on a real date because he made reservations. He told me it was a fancy restaurant. Um, I was super pumped. Like, I was really excited for it. Um, this is Friday, March 4th, 2016, 11.26 p.m. So tonight I had a mental breakdown about my date. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Okay, around 8-something, Dave was at the gym. He asked me if I knew the gym equipment that you use to work out by spreading your knees, and I said, yeah. Because I'm like, what? The, is he about to turn into one of those classic douches? Like, oh, you know that gym equipment? They're like... We can, like, make it seem really sexual. Like, that's where I thought the conversation was going. But he goes, now, mind you, we have not been on a date yet. We are, this is the night before our first date. He said some girl was getting hit on while using it. And she looked at him and saw him shaking his head. And she said, help me, gym guy. You're my only hope. So I said, and were you her Jedi in gym clothes? And he goes, and he said, LOL, uh, kinda. So I just said, ha, 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 because I didn't know what else to say. And he said, what, question mark. So I said, it's just funny that you kind of maybe came to her rescue. And he said, I did, but it's not a story you tell before a first date. Literally, what the fuck does that mean? And I still, I still, I know the story. I will tell you guys what the actual story was in a minute, okay? But I say, and why even bring it up at all? He talked to me about a gym girl I didn't ask. So I just said, oh, okay. And he never responded. I sent him another text like two hours later saying, um, like I'm watching a scary movie and he still hasn't answered. I know his friend was coming into town, so he probably is just out about doing stuff, but still. Um, I know it's in my head, but what if it's not? I don't want to overthink things, but blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm just straight up scared like you know why do I feel like it's gonna get canceled blah 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 I'm excited but I'm almost sick I'm so scared okay so I know this sounds super dramatic right um like I was like why was I so scared why was I so nervous I am telling you guys this experience is what made me say trust my gut because I was so worried sick over this date and I couldn't explain why like yeah he was kind of doing some shitty things but it was mostly it was like my gut was like (laughs) run away screaming but because I hadn't really like learned to trust my gut yet I just thought it was me being paranoid that he was going to cancel because like I um started to get ghosted but at the time I was just calling it rejection like stuff like that I hadn't even been out on that many dates at this point y'all like I think I talked to like one or two guys in that whole like from August to now March um I don't really remember going out on too many dates but I think I got rejected by a friend's friend I think that's what I was caught up about yeah I met a friend of a friend who rejected me okay I was just trying to remember why, like, why I was so worried about rejection. Because I was like, hadn't happened yet. Buggle up, bitch. You about to get rejected a whole lot more. Okay. Sorry, I have to drink a hard seltzer while I'm doing this. This this is like I'm being a high school bully to myself right now, reading my journal out loud. Um, But this is why I say trust your gut. Like, I was worried sick about this date. I should have just trusted my gut. Not gone on the freaking fracking date. Okay. Um, 
So I don't know if my journal is going to address it and I don't want to forget. So when he was texting me about the gym and the woman who was like, looked at him like he needed to help her, blah, 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 blah. Like that was part of his manipulation. He would tell me things like that he knew would make me freak out. And he was telling me this and didn't even like know me. So that helps me feel a little bit better that that would make most women like freak out. Actually, I feel like smart women would stop talking to him. But, um, you know, I'm going to say vulnerable. I don't want to say dumb. Like, because I know I'm not dumb. I just fell for it a lot longer than I should have. So I don't want to say dumb because I don't want to call anybody dumb. But vulnerable women. He didn't know me. And we hadn't even been on a first date. So we hadn't been talking that long. But he felt confident enough that he could manipulate my thinking by presenting the story that way. By saying, this isn't something you talk about before a first date. So I like obviously took that as he was flirting with her or something weird and I didn't like confront him about it because we hadn't even been on a first date so like obviously I'm not gonna have a conversation about like are you seeing other people or anything like that but I was like why bring it up that (laughs) that is that you will see that pattern of questioning come up over and again like why even do it why unless you are just being cruel are you doing these things the story turned out, I found out later. And again, I might say it in the journal, but I'm not sure. Um, the story was that she was getting hit on because she was doing those knee presses or whatever. And she like looked at him for help. I forget if they knew each other or what. So he went over and he like pretended to be really flamboyant. Like, hey girl, blah, blah, blah. And get the guys to stop looking at her like that was his story we will also learn that Dave was like he lied about everything like everything in his entire life um so I feel like the story is not even true at all he just made it up to make me feel bad anyway we're gonna keep going this is gonna take a long time okay so Sunday March 16th 2016 today I went into work did some overtime went shopping blah, blah, blah. My date with Dave last night was great. I showed up to Nana's restaurant at 7.45 p.m. right on the dot. He told me and it was valet parking. So I freaked out and parked in front of a dentist's office. That, okay, that behavior has not changed. Valet parking freaks me out. Um, it's just, I always feel like I'm going to do it wrong. Like I feel like that is a level of class and society that I don't belong in and I'm going to do it wrong somehow. Like I also never have cash to tip them but I never think about it until like way later. So anyway, valet parking, it's not that somebody else drives my car that I'm not worried about. Um, it's not that at all. It's literally that I won't act classy enough to experience valet. So I parked in front of a dentist office across the street. He walked up to the car. He's very cute and tall. Like he said, I guess he called himself cute. Uh, he called ahead with our reservations, which were supposed to be at eight 30, but our table is ready immediately. I went to Target beforehand to get Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I'm just oversharing over here. I do remember that, though. And the girl who checked me out said, I smelled wonderful and looked divine. 
That was true. I do remember the cashier at Target complimented me. But I got Pepto-Bismol because I didn't know what kind of restaurant it was. And I didn't want to risk the tumbly rumblies, okay? Like, be prepared, ladies. Um, and the two hostesses said I looked beautiful and they loved my hair. Um, you could just, I mean, I was, he said this was a fancy restaurant. It was, like, fine. Like, it wasn't like a Chili's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of fancy. But I was way overdressed. I mean, I was like, we looked like the kids who are going to prom or homecoming. Like, <laughs> that's, that's well, that's what I looked like. He's just wearing a button down. But anyway, they said I looked beautiful and they loved my hair. I don't know what Dave thought other than he said he first noticed my eyes and my smile. I had a great smile. Yeah, he never complimented me. Never said I was pretty or anything. It didn't feel awkward much at all. I ordered the roast chicken, but hardly ate. He ordered the risotto. He told them it was my birthday, so they brought me a treat with a candle, and I made a wish. Dun, dun, dun. And then we went to go see Deadpool. It was my request because it's my birthday, remember? So it was my, it was my request. Um, he said his friends told him I was going to be a dude because I wanted to see Deadpool. Um, I'm sorry. No, I wanted to see a movie with Ryan Reynolds in it. Like, are you kidding me? He didn't try to kiss me or put his arm around me, but he did hold every door open for me, including the car door. It was an ideal first date. Oh, 2016 Jillian, you thought. Girl, we've been on so much, so many more better dates than the ideal first date. Shut, shut up. He didn't even pick you up. Um, and we're still texting. Oh, look, he didn't ghost me. He asked me last night to text him when I got home. That was, that is nice. Um, so I did. He could have picked me up. Whatever. Um, and I was literally terrified that he was never going to talk to me again, but he did. He asked if I would want to go out again. Of course, I said yes. We've been texting all day. Blah, blah, blah. I guess I have really low self-esteem. Yeah, good self-diagnosis there, baby. And I know everyone would just tell me that none of that matters since we just had a first date and that I'm futurizing, but I really can't help it. He said his friends are happy he's dating. I hope he likes me, and I hope he's not using me. I wish he was just using me. He seems like a great guy, and I cannot wait to get to know him. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. That's all. Let's see. Wednesday, March 9th, 2016. Yesterday was my birthday. My coworkers decorated my desk. They got me cupcakes and balloons, and it's really, really cute. Dave asked me out on a second date. He made, made reservations at 12 p.m., and said for me to wear comfortable shoes because we'll be doing a lot of walking. See, again, he was telling me what to wear. He told me to wear comfortable shoes. Also, when we went, it was like we did not um, do that much walking. But <laughs> by comfortable shoes, what I went and did was bought a whole new outfit at Target. This is my second outfit I bought for this dating thing. I still do that. I tend to get excited about things and go buy new outfits. Um, but I went and bought new shoes, like Keds from Target. So, like, the opposite of comfortable shoes. Like, I broke in my shoes on this date. <laughs> anyway, we'll be doing a lot of walking. Who is this guy? Question mark, exclamation, question mark. Any friend requests me on Facebook. He's literally making all the effort to chase me. God. The bar is so low. The bar is, there's no, there's not even a bar anymore that they have to, there is no threshold, there is no bar. And his snaps are adorable. And his Facebook photos are so... Gag me with a spoon. Um, I still don't know if he thinks I'm pretty yet. Like, he would have to ask me out again. But I don't know. I can't wait for Saturday. 
Um, and he's going to come pick me up too. Okay. I don't Is this fun for you guys? I don't, I don't know. Um, Monday, March 14th, 2016. I had another date with Dave on Saturday and it was awesome. I really like him a lot. He's an amazing guy. We spent all day together. He picked me up and took me to lunch in Chapel Hill at on top of the hill. He paid again. Oh, he did pay for the first date and he paid for the second date. And he would never let me forget that. Then we walked around Chapel Hill and he took me to the old well and told me all about the history of the area. He was a history teacher for like a chunk of time because he went to school for that, I think. I, yeah, he went to school for teaching but was only a teacher for like a year. I think maybe, like I said, <laughs> come to find out, everything was a freaking lie. Um... I love listening to him talk. He did have a cute accent. I will give him that. And then we walked around the South Point Mall and talked and didn't scare one another away yet. Yeah, we talked about that, scaring each other away. Um, so I don't write about it in here, but it was on this date because I remember it because we went to this, we went to a diner that was in, it was like uh, Route 66 or something, um, like one of those like shake and burger diner things in the mall and he told me that he was still talking to his ex who he dated for like five years according to him whatever like I said not a very trustworthy source of information but they dated for like five years and he said he was still talking to her but that he would stop talking to her if I wanted him to which I thought was really weird that he would say this because this is also this is our second date like again we have not been going out that long um, so I thought it was weird that he would ask me and I remember telling him like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but like you talking about her all the time makes me uncomfortable. So like, take that as you will. Again, it was a manipulation. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's multifaceted, but part of that manipulation was that he wanted me to tell him what to do so that he could later use that against me so that's something we'll see later on too he would try to put me in a position by asking questions like that like oh do you want me to stop talking to my ex and if I said yes um then he would later use that against me and say well you wanted me to stop talking to my ex I'm just trying to have friends you're the one who's controlling okay like does that make sense so this is our second date but it's subtle, right? Like, would you guys notice that? Like, my some of the things he did, I was straight up stupid to ignore. But other things were, I think it would take a little more for a lot of folks to notice. Anyway, uh, then we went and sat in Starbucks and talked for a while. Then we came back to my apartment, and he met Jolie. He called her darling, and I died. Then we went on a long walk. Dun, 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 dun. Dave is hard to read. Yes, he is hard to read. He was hard to read. But so handsome and sweet and strong. <laughs> like, what? Why am I? I'm so annoyed at myself. Um, I paid for cookout for dinner. Yeah, we went to cookout, which they don't have them up here. The closest one is like 45 minutes away. Cookout was like my life in college and in North Carolina. Um, do, do, do. Can't wait to see him again. 
Okay. Then this is Wednesday, March 30th. So we skip two weeks. Dave and I are still talking. Last Friday, I planned our date. He came to my apartment, and I drove us to Trophy Brewing, which, um, and I ordered a glass of wine. When he realized we were getting pizza, he said, you might be getting proposed to tonight. Love bombing, y'all. But when it happened, I just remember getting the butterflies in my stomach. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that is so cute. He must really like me. You know, no, it's love bombing. Um, the other thing is that I had to drive. He almost never drove because according to him, he got in a car accident when he was like in high school or something and was scared of driving, even though he drove to work every day and would drive to my apartment but once he was there he didn't want to drive he wanted me to drive so that was another thing um anyway mm, I gave him a postcard from Savannah where I went to for um St. Patrick's Day because I'm cute as shit okay then we went to Boxcar Arcade he won everything except Guitar Hero and Pinball, because I'm a Guitar Hero champ. Um, then we came back to my apartment and talked for a long time. I finally asked if he was seeing anyone else. And, oh, because I'd seen he uploaded new pictures to Tinder. So, this is our third date. So, yeah, jump in the gun, okay? Like, little baby Jillian was really eager, okay? I understand that. I wish I could tell her to slow her fucking roll, but I can't. We're just, we're going, we're doing it. We're just, we're gonna, we're all in this ride together to watch me set my life on fire. Um, on that Wednesday, before our third date, so... Between our second and our third date, there were two weeks because I went to Savannah for St. Patrick's Day. So, they were like, so we were just going out for like a month at this rate. About. Almost a month. And so, yeah, I'm asking if he wants to be exclusive because that Wednesday, I'd seen where he'd uploaded new pictures to Tinder. And I had freaked out because... Why would you upload new pictures to Tinder if you were super into the person you were talking to? Um, I mean, granted, I still had Tinder, everything like that. Whatever. Um, he said no and asked if. So I said, are you seeing anyone else? He said no and asked if I was seeing anyone else. Um... Then I said I liked him, or I really liked him. And he said he really liked me too. Um, and then, because I remember he deleted the app. Oh, so then the next day he asked me, he was like, I don't mean to be clingy, but are we together? And I said, do you want to be? And he said yes, so I said yes. So then he deleted Tinder. And so I deleted Tinder too. So then we're exclusive. Hadn't even been gone, going out a month. We were exclusive. And he had just uploaded new pictures to Tinder. Okay. So this is just like, that's like a preview to the gaslighting I would experience later. I didn't confront him about those pictures. 
But I asked if he was seeing and talking to anyone else, and he said no. Whereas, like, logically, obviously, he probably was, because he, or he wanted to be, because he uploaded new pictures, like, after we'd gone on a couple dates, right? I don't worry about that shit anymore, but I also am assuming... <laughs> okay, actually, it's not that I don't worry about it. I just assume they're doing that kind of stuff and lying to me now. But back then, I was all innocent and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and, you know, had no idea. So the gaslighting is, like, where they make you feel crazy for thinking things um, or you question your own reality. So I'd been worried because I saw those new pictures on the Wednesday and then by Saturday or the next day, Sunday, he's telling me he wants to be exclusive. He's not talking to anybody else, anything like that. Um, just to like point that out. Uh, Sunday, April 3rd, Dace and I had, ooh, whatever. I honestly don't care, and I don't think any of his friends listen. Um, had our fourth date on Saturday. We took a picture at the NC State statue, and I posted on social media our first picture together. I don't think he's allowed it on his timeline, but I'll take it little by little. I don't think he ever put that picture on his timeline. Um, I had an amazing time with him. Um, uh, this is what I said. I said, I had an amazing time with him on Saturday. It wasn't even what we did. It was just that we were together. He's amazing. Still too good to be true. He told me he's not an emotional, touchy-feely kind of guy. So he's emotionally guarded. Which I think he thinks will scare me away. But it won't. Um, yeah, so he told me. That he was not an emotions kind of guy. So he told me that um, like right after we became exclusive, you know, like a month in. Um, I'll wait for as long as it takes with him. I'm already learning a lot. He said he's going to take care of me. Such bullshit. Um... I told him about my relationship past, and he said everything makes sense now. He said, you deserve better. You just don't know it yet. Master manipulator. Um, I keep trying to pump my own brakes to slow myself down. He even said he would stop texting his ex if I asked him to. I told him he doesn't have to. I'm not going to tell him what to do. I'm not going to demand that of him. I just hope he can come to that decision on his own. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I did address it. Okay. Saturday, April 9th, 2016. Dun, dun, dun. He was doing a cute thing. He, like, danced with me in the living room and sang, um, You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Um... So I was like, oh my God, I'm in love with him. <sighs> he could not be more perfect, blah, blah, blah. Still so terrified every any second he could turn and leave. But he called me last night while he was at the gym. Talked on the phone, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
I think tomorrow I'm going to drive up to his hometown and meet him and give him his marathon care package. Yeah, so this was a Saturday and we didn't see each other. So this, okay, so a month into our relationship is when it started to, he would only see me on Sundays. It was Sunday afternoon. My mom used to joke that's when he was allowed out of the psych ward. I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. I wasn't crazy enough yet to like try and figure out where he was and what he was doing. So I don't know. But that, so a month in that started, I actually didn't even remember that it started so early that he only saw me on the weekends. Uh, not even weekends, only saw me on Sunday afternoons. But he was running a marathon and I like made him this care package. I got like these little Gatorade chewables and like band-aids and all kinds of stuff. Like I put a lot of effort into it. Um, do, do, do. Let's see. He's going to leave me and go back to his ex. I'm so, I'm so paranoid. I, so I think part of it, I was like blinded by my own paranoia that he would leave, that it like almost didn't matter what he was doing. Like as the actual human who was in this other half of the relationship with me, I was just so paranoid that this person was going to leave me. Like I was like, I had um, in this time in my life, like crazy abandonment issues because of my relationships, because of whatever, like because of all this stuff that was going on. So I had crazy abandonment issues. So I was so scared that he was going to leave that it like didn't matter what he was doing, right? And he was doing cute stuff like dancing and singing that song and, you know, saying he's going to take care of me. Like, you know, so it wasn't totally blind, but that was part of it. It was like I was just so, I was so scared he was going to leave. Um, dun, dun, dun. Okay, April 14th. Okay, so April 14th. We are, we started, our first date was March 5th. So April 14th. I went to hot yoga with my friend. I went, that was the first time I went to hot yoga, 2016. Um, it was awesome, but I did feel like I was going to die a couple of times. <laughs> that is what I wrote. That is still how I feel about hot yoga, but I love it. Um, I got my hair cut, um, and highlighted last night. Dave and I are supposed to see each other next weekend. Um, and then I go, I'm not his type. He likes older women and redheads. He talks about older women who are smoking hot all the time. He's never called me smoking hot. He's only ever said I was pretty. Um, like, is he even attracted to me? I fish for compliments and still don't get them. It makes me jealous and feel like shit. Like, I don't know what he wants from me. Am I just the first girl on Tinder to agree to a date? <laughs> yeah, probably. Jesus. What did you listen? See, y'all? This is why you got to trust your gut. He's, like, perfect for me to slash to me. And I'm nothing to him. Um, da, da, da. He's not going to put up with me for long. I wouldn't put up with me. This is why I didn't want to date because all dating is someone using you to feel better about themselves and confident enough to go after what they really want. Dave talks about hot girls all the time, but he's never called me hot. I don't think he thinks I'm hot. I don't know what Dave thinks about me. I don't know what he wants from me. Why he's wasting his time on me. He's just going to leave. Why did I stay on Tinder? Why did I agree to go out with him? I could be totally fine right now. Lonely at times, yes, but I wouldn't feel like shit. 
I still say that, dude. I say that all the time. Like, I would much rather be single and, like, lonely sometimes than freaking out over what a dude is or is not doing. Um, I sent him a selfie of my friend and I after yoga tonight, and he asked if she was my married friend. And I said, yeah. And he said, older, a redhead, and a challenge. Hmm. Like, H-M-M-M. So I said hmm, yeah, keep it up, you know, trying to be sassy. And because I didn't know what else the, I didn't know what else, I didn't know what the fuck else to say. That's what I wrote. I didn't know what else, the what the fuck else to say. And he said, now baby. And I just said her husband would kick his ass and now I haven't heard from him. Um, That was the other, like, okay, other than trying to upset me, why would he say, hmm, married older wait what did he say older redhead and a challenge hmm like about the selfies not like hey you look great hey good job for doing hot yoga hey anything send him a selfie comments on the friend like such bullshit um and I said he's probably done with me because I'm a jealous little girl no wonder he prefers older women like I'm telling you I was perfect for his manipulation. Um, let's see. I'm not even going to read through all of this self-hate. Um, okay. Saturday... April 16th. I worked myself up so thoroughly the other night I couldn't sleep. Dave is back to being a great boyfriend and I'm back down to a manageable level of psychosis. Like at least I can call it like I see it. He didn't apologize or anything. We never addressed it. Ah, another pattern we should recognize. We just moved past it. I'm going to talk to him about how it makes me feel like shit when he talks about other women. But Ian said, so my brother said him calling me pretty and other women hot is a good thing because hot equals no respect still I don't like it that now thank you to my little brother for trying to make me feel better right like no shame on him like no hate on him or whatever but that's not like your boyfriend should not be complimenting other women more than he's complimenting you like I'm not saying your boyfriend shouldn't compliment other women but, like, not like that, right? Like, you shouldn't send a selfie and they're like, oh, your friend's hot. That is bullshit. And it doesn't make anybody feel good. Gentlemen, don't do that if you're doing it. Like, get your head out of your ass, please. Um, but I need to calm down because we aren't even that serious yet. We've only been seeing each other since the first weekend in March. And we've only been official since April 10th. Um, yeah, good call. See? Uh, today he texted me, hey Sylvia, how do you call your lover boy? And I said, come here, lover boy. And he said, if he doesn't answer, and I said, oh, lover boy. And if he still doesn't answer, I would simply say, baby, oh, baby. Um, Monday, April 18th, he called me on the phone. 
and we've been texting. He had been talking about his ex again. Um, he said, <laughs> I remember this. He said, <laughs> you think I'm just going to up and leave you, don't you? And I said, yeah, that's my fear. And he said, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense, period. Left it at that. And I was like, damn, so is that what you think too? Um, I wish I could know what he's thinking. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Mm -mm. Okay, sorry for the silence. Mm -mm -mm. So this, this metaphor he gave me one time when I told, like I talked to Dave about how I was feeling only a month in, right? Like I'm... I am not who I was in 2016. I cannot reiterate that enough, but I talked to him about how I was feeling and and I'm not saying hide your feelings. I feel like I'm more saying if somebody makes you feel this crazy like a month into the relationship, run for the fucking hills, like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I'm not saying don't talk about your feelings. Um but uh, this metaphor. I've never forgot. I think about this all the time that he told me this because it was just so odd but anyway so I told him like how he's feeling whatever like I'm you know scared he's gonna leave blah blah and I asked him what he was thinking and he said if you beat a puppy as it gets older that's all it knows that it takes time kindness and warmth to get anything or anyone to trust and care for you but the bond that is forged can be stronger than any other so that's what I'm going to be patient kind and warm just don't take advantage of my kindness and mistake it for weakness and I wrote at the time I don't know what he means <laughs> because who um can't wait to see him this weekend So now we're at May 3rd, and we had a picnic at a mountain, um, and then he came over and made me grilled cheese, and we watched Game of Thrones, so I think I got sick. I think this is when I was sick, and he came over and made grilled cheese and tomato soup, but I had to buy all the ingredients even though I was sick. And he criticized the soup I bought. Because it was, he said I should get tomato soup. And I don't really eat tomato soup. So I didn't know what kind to buy. So I bought one that was like tomato bisque or something. Like it looked fancy. And he was like, why would you buy this one? Why wouldn't you get the other one? I was like, I don't know. I don't really eat tomato soup. Um, and then he burned the grilled cheese. But I ate it anyway. And he was like, don't tell anybody I burned the grilled cheese. Like, you know, your oven's too hot. Like, you should have told me to flip the bread. Like, 
I didn't write down exactly what happened because that, mm, see, that's where I went wrong. I didn't write it, but I remember it. And I wrote down that he made the grilled cheese and he only made grilled cheese for me once. So I know that's, this is the instant it happened. Um, he was mad at me for him burning the grilled cheese, even though I was the sick one. So anyway, and we watched Game of Thrones and I remember it was the, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I'm just going to give you a spoiler because it is an amazing show literally until the last season. So don't waste your time now. But we were watching the episode because he'd already like, he said he'd already seen it and I was catching up and it was the one where, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, the one where the viper fights the mountain, that scene, and he, the mountain crushes the viper's head. And I try not to look at stuff like that like I look away because it makes me sick to my stomach and he was like no 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 you have to watch you have to watch like it's so cool like it's not how you think it's gonna happen and I watched and it was exactly what I thought was gonna happen and then I was like gagging because it was disgusting and I wish I had just like continued to look away so that was like a messed up thing but anyway he hasn't been texting me as much I don't know why he had a bad week last week he would do this thing where he would not talk to me on Wednesdays so I don't know if that was like the day he had to go in for his psyche eval or what. But my mom even remembers that. She would call it whacked out Wednesdays because he wouldn't talk to me. So I would be freaking out. And yeah, because I was like started to be trained, you know, groomed, as they say. Um, I always get terrified that he's not messaging me because he's distancing himself to prepare to break up with me because that is what Zach would do. And I feel like Zach admitted that in the episode, but um, they would stop talking to me and stop the communication. And that's how I kind of knew that a breakup was coming. So I carried that into this relationship that when I wouldn't really hear from Dave, a breakup was coming. Um, do, do, do. He talks about a future with me, like how we're going to tell our kids we met. Um, last weekend, he told me I'm the prettiest girl he's dated and that I um, sorry, mom was the second best in another aspect like I don't want I don't like sharing that because it's feels like TMI but I feel like it's important like he told me I was the second best I'm not even gonna tell you what it was in you don't need to know all that matters they said I was second best like come on um let's see May 10th I graduated college a year ago yesterday I want to find an apartment with hard floors oh yeah so we're getting into the summer so I was gonna have to move my lease was up and I hated my job so it's my opportunity to get out Dave and I get to hang out this weekend I'm so excited he calls me every night after his workout and I love it he said tonight that he wants to plan massages a hot air balloon ride and skydiving um which is like we never did any of those. Um, 
it's hard because we weren't friends first, so getting to know each other is tricky. Um, let's see. Um, May 17th. I told him my mom asked me if I thought he was the one and I said yes. He said he loved that I think that, but he said he didn't know if I'm the one yet. Um, and when he knows, he'll know. Right now, he just says he's sweet on me. That's what he would always say. He would always say, I'm su I'm sweet on you. I can't do his accent. I'm sweet on you. He had like a deep country accent. I'm, su I'm sweet on you. No, he didn't sound like that. I'm sweet on you. I, I don't know. Um, Thursday, June 9th. Tonight, I freaked out again over Dave, and I'm still freaking out. My lease is up at the end of July. I hate my job. The only thing keeping me here in North Carolina is Dave. Is he worth it? I feel that he is, but if not, he's going, but not if he's going to dump me. I'm scared to sign another 12-month lease and be stuck down here for another year. I need to find another job and another place to live, so why not just go back to Virginia? <sighs> Man, when you're at a crossroads, <sighs> I wish I could go back in time. Talk Dave up to nothing more than a few fun months. I'm sure that's all he sees me as, blah, blah, blah. I put in all the emotional effort. I know he says he doesn't do emotions, but that's not okay when I'm about to make this kind of commitment. See, I knew. I knew the answer. Am I willing to stay in the state for him? Um, I only see him on Sunday afternoons. Okay, so I already knew that was happening. That's all the time he can give me. It's not enough. I have no friends, no life, just a boyfriend. Would I hang out with my friends in Virginia? I could hang out with my family. Um... Is Dave worth it? Mom asked me if he's the one, but I thought I was going to spin forever with every boyfriend I've had. I did. Yeah, I did actually up, up until this point. Um, would I be happy moving back to Virginia and losing Dave? No. Am I happy only seeing him once a week? No. Dave does nothing to dissuade my fears. Um, he, he told me that's how it would be. He told me he doesn't do the emotional thing, but I need more than that. He wants me to say I love you first, but I don't want him to just say it back, which is why I didn't say it last weekend. Uh, when I know he wanted me to, he said, you'll say it when you're ready. I almost just, um, let's see. Uh, um, I don't know what I want. I'm risking a lot staying here and he's risking nothing that makes me feel like I'm way more invested in the relationship I felt that way the entire time I mean I answered the question for myself Wednesday July 7th things have been going well 
as is indicated by my lack of entries. Oh, okay, so how much time do we skip? A month. Okay, so we skipped a month. And that's what I tend to do when things are going well. I don't really write in my journal. Like, I haven't written in my journal now for a couple of months. Um, I think the last time I was writing was at the beginning of quarantine. Because I've been, I've been happy. And when I'm happy, I don't write things down. Which I feel like I should because it's a lot more fun to, like, <laughs> read the happy stuff. Um, anyway... We said, I love you the weekend following my last entry. Um, so, oh, so cute. No, it's not real. Um, and now he says it all the time. Jolie chewed the wire to my hot rollers. He fixed them. Actually, his dad did. Um, he mailed me two love letters. That's yeah, that was interesting. One said, my summer began when we first met. Yeah, he did, he was, he did write romantic things. Um, he still fucks up sometimes, but the good by far outweighs the bad. Let's see. I'm looking for a new apartment since I have to be out of mine by August. I'm also looking for another job. Since last Tuesday, I was a minute late and I got a final warning. I told you guys. Um, which means my next infraction will be calls for immediate dismissal. Let's see. Sunday, July 17th. I freaked out about Dace again today. I seriously don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I've been insanely emotional. I think it has to be all the stress. I didn't get to see him this weekend and I won't get to see him for the next two weekends either. Um... See, that, that's, he would only see me on Sundays, and then he would find something to do on a Sunday and then wouldn't see me. So this is like, we were July 17th. So what? So we were March, April, May, June. So we've been dating like four months at this point. But he was not going to see me for like three weeks for no real reason. Um, he has to move his brother next weekend. Then I have, I had a wedding, and he had an engagement party the weekend after that. Um found a bunch of apartments my boss put in her resignation at the company I wanted to leave she was there less time than I was um with a new apartment and new job I hope I'll be happier um ooh I just want someone to hold me and tell me it will be okay rather than criticize me at every turn see he was already doing it I just wasn't writing the detail I mean I feel like I remember some of it but I was, I said, criticize me at every turn, so obviously he's doing something, uh, but I don't remember all those de details. Let's see, uh, Friday, October 21st. Oh, okay, so we passed July, August, and September. Um, I moved. I stayed in North Carolina. Um, I'm not reading out of my journal right now. I'm just trying to catch you guys up. So I stayed in North Carolina um for him and he told me after I signed the new lease he told me that he and his dad thought it was stupid for someone to stay in a state for someone they've known for six months like he told me he and his dad so that's something else that like narcissists and manipulators will do they will try to bring in others whether or not they actually do or not so like I don't even know if his dad knew what was going on. It doesn't matter. What 
Dave was doing was trying to tell me like see I'm not the only one who thinks you're stupid I'm not the only one who thinks you're crazy they think having like more on their side will make me or you believe them when they're gaslighting you so he's like me and my dad like why would he tell his dad his dad doesn't need to know I didn't I hadn't met his dad at that rate like why would his dad have anything invest in our relationship? He just needed someone else to make his version of the story sound more legit, if that makes sense. Okay, so Friday, October 21st. Freaking out every day again. And it made me want to write in my journal. So I went and got my journal out of the box from moving. And I looked back just a couple of entries, and I see where I was freaking out over him a couple of months ago. What I'm freaking out over is how he feels about me or how he doesn't feel about me tonight he brought up a girl he almost dated by telling me to go watch a video she posted on her facebook i did wasn't impressed and wasn't bothered he said everyone wanted him to get with her but her stepdad told him he's too good for her and she has tattoos on her boobs so he couldn't but dallas his brother got with her then he brought up another girl who was cute and sweet and had big boobs and he decided he was going to date her over the summer but then his brother hooked up with her and he was so pissed, but it wouldn't have worked anyway. So I asked why, and he said because she's three hours away and in a sorority, so he would always be worried about her cheating. I don't understand why he tells me things to imply that he's with me out of convenience. Literally, he's with me because people he wanted didn't want him, and then I showed up, so he's dating me. Um, he would also always tell me that I had the smallest boobs out of anyone he'd ever dated um so yeah that was nice um I asked him about it I cannot be with someone who I am way more into than they are me um it's been a year since I interacted with Zach um I want to say he and Zach and his partner were together. I want to say good for them, but I'm still hurt over it. Um, I don't want him back, but he did break my heart. I couldn't stop thinking tonight after Dave upset me and made me cry that I want to go home. What am I even doing down here? But what would I do back home? Um... I baked him an apple cake last weekend, and he canceled on meeting me this week to get it from me, even though now we work closer to each other. Because um, I got a new job. I did. I got a new job. Yep, and we worked really close to each other. We worked like 20 minutes from each other. Um, so I baked him an apple cake. He didn't come get it over the weekend. Then we were supposed to meet after work, and he canceled on getting it. So he didn't even want the apple cake I baked him. And I bake a bomb apple cake. Um, then we were supposed to hike a trail tomorrow, but he canceled so he could go shoot a gun. And now I'm only going to see him Sunday. Every time I bring up how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling negatively, he asks me if I want to break up. He says he's a good guy and doesn't show emotions. He said that from the very beginning. Um, 
Sunday, October 30th. So yesterday, Dave and I were supposed to go to the North Carolina Wine Festival. I spent $40 on my ticket, but he didn't buy his on time, and they said they were too full, and they wouldn't let him buy one at the door. I was really upset. I overreacted. I cried. That is not overreaction. I was upset because he made it so we couldn't go to the wine festival. Um, I overreacted. I cried because I felt like he didn't care about what I wanted to do again. Um... So he drives us to the museum, but we didn't go in. He drove us back to my apartment. Um, he said he felt like every time I cry, I'm doing it to make him feel bad. I'm using my tears as a weapon. He said he's, I told him I was homesick. And he said I, he was looking for jobs in Virginia. Um, but he said that before, too. Um... I have a, this, so Sunday, November 13th, I had a phone interview. Dave and I are fighting again. We didn't see each other this weekend because he said he had to fix a column on his porch with stuff. Oh, wait, before this. So in October, I was invited to a friend's wedding in Virginia Beach and I had a plus one because we've been dating for like six months or more at that point. So he's my plus one. He was so late coming to pick me up to go to the wedding because we were taking my car, but he actually agreed to drive. Um, he was so late and that we get up there and I knew we were going to be too late. We, were gonna, we missed the ceremony. He was so late that we missed the ceremony, but he kept telling me he was five minutes away so I didn't just leave. Um, so I'm crying in the car because we're at the, we were going back to Virginia and at this rate I'm like I shouldn't even go like at all because I thought it was trashy to like only go to the reception but my mom was like no you're coming up there blah 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 and um I was crying and he was really mad and he said like how long are you going to give me hell for this and I'm like, it hasn't even happened. Like, I'm crying because we're late to a wedding that's, like, happening right now. And you want to know when I'm going to be over this? Like, no. He literally did not care about what I wanted to do, my feelings about anything. Like, we were not dating. Like, we 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 didn't even see each other every Sunday. Um, then when we get to the wedding, we're trying to find a place to park and this girl walks in front of the car and he goes, ooh, look at the legs on that one. And I didn't say anything, but I must have rolled my eyes or something. And he was like, what? Are you really going, going to give me a hard time for that? And he was like, I just meant this is what he said. This is gaslighting at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. He said, I just meant you would look really good in that dress. Like, no, you didn't, bro. <laughs> like, you did not say, oh, look. And she was like tall and thin which I'm not like I have short legs like <laughs> people do not look at me and say "Ooh, look at the legs on that one and I'm not like shaming myself I have other features that I can brag about but my legs are not like I don't have like legs for miles or whatever they say so he was not saying that dress would look good on me he was just trying to get at me by complimenting another woman on a feature that I'm self-conscious about okay 
So that happened in October. So this is November. Uh, we didn't see each other this weekend because he said he had to fix a column on his porch with his dad. Um, and then he had to go to Richmond with his friend. He couldn't see me Sunday because he had to pack for his work trip and clean the gutters. I offered to drive up to his hometown and he said he'll let me know. But he never let me know. And then he Snapchatted me a picture of him and his friend at the store. So I asked him if he got his packing done and the gutters clean. And he said he couldn't clean the gutters because it was too cold. I said, I feel like he shook every opportunity possible not to see me and I don't know why. We won't see each other next weekend because he'll still be at the conference. And it's not like he's sick of me because we never see each other. Um, we only see each other on the weekends and usually only one day, Sunday afternoon. The last thing he asked me is, what are you gunning for? Since I told him I didn't want to um, want him to stop working out. Because he would always say that he couldn't come see me during the week because he had to work out. And if I wanted him to come see me instead of working out, that was me taking him away from his goals. Um, but that isn't fair because he sees his friends every night so they can run. And he sees them on the weekend instead of me. Our relationship is totally on his terms. And I just let him jerk me around um, because I'm so afraid of being alone. I mean, look, at least a girl can self-diagnose. Um, do I really love him or do I just love not being alone? <laughs> but I was alone anyway. Um, he doesn't do the things I imagine my significant other would do. Um, Let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I shouldn't be with him, but that sucks. And I'm not going through Tinder again. Um, I'll be stuck in North Carolina until next October. It's not like moving back to Virginia would fix everything, but at least I would have my family. Um, let's see, Monday, November 14th. <laughs> I, let's see, had another interview. Day still hasn't talked to me. He just liked a picture I posted on Jolie's Instagram. Oh, so I stopped talking to him. Oh, just the night before. Okay. Um, he's leaving for Vegas tomorrow for a conference. Let's see. If I do see him on the weekend, it's for an afternoon and he cancels all the time. He makes excuses not to see me. Um... He complains about having to plan everything, but he can never, or he never wants to do my suggestions. I sacrifice everything to stay down here for him, and he can't even sacrifice a workout. I'm worth so much more than that. I'm better than that. Yeah, girl. Um, he can't just text me and call that a relationship. He hardly even calls anymore since he's with his friends every night. He talks a good game. He tells me what I want to hear, but that's just not enough. I settled because I didn't want to be alone. And I thought he had potential with all his goals. He was always talking about the goals in the future. But it has been eight months, and what has he done? Nothing for our relationship. <sighs> mm -mm -mm. 
Man. Okay, I'm just going to read it. I always do this. I convince myself a guy cares so much more than he actually does. I fool myself into thinking he loves me because I so desperately want to be loved. Like, look, dude. I I tell y'all the things I tell y'all because <laughs> I've done them. I've been there. I thought it. Um, He only ever says I smell nice and dress really well. He never says I'm funny or smart and strong. He used to tell me that um, I didn't have a real job. I only got my job by talking to people, which does. It's an interview. That's how you get jobs. But he also said, like, if he wanted to sleep his way to the top, he could too. Like, that's not how I got my job, any of them. Um, and he would always say he never had his parents' help, like his parents' support. And since I had my parents' support, like, nothing I did, I hadn't achieved anything on my own. Like, I'd only ever achieved it through other people um and I didn't know what it was really like to struggle and I didn't know what it was like to not have every opportunity handed to me on a silver platter like he was so bitter he was just so 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 bitter um and then Sunday November 27th Dace and I broke up today over the phone I finally called to end it but he was expecting it um he got mad. I'm not writing. I didn't write it. But he got mad because I didn't call him before he left for Vegas. Because he wasn't talking to me either. And it was his first flight ever to fly to Vegas. And he was so mad at me and held it above my head that I did not um, call him to like see when he landed. And he was like, um, I thought you were a better person than this. Like... Um, I thought you just like, you know, I thought you were better than this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I thought I would go through and just try to find some of the screenshots. Um, so I found one from June 30th, 2016. I said, I'm freaking killing these job applications. He said, how many offers do you have? I said, well, zero so far. And he said, then nope, not killing it. And I said, buzzkill. I meant I've applied to five more jobs today. And he goes, realist. And I said, I haven't had an interview. How would I have an offer? And he said, I haven't had an interview. How would I have an offer equals now you're getting it. So I think that is the type of thing I was referring to when I was like, said I was constantly or getting criticized at every turn. So that was pretty much... <clears throat> the end of that we broke up I do know like a couple weeks after we broke up maybe a month I'm not sure I reached out and asked for the visitor parking spot for my apartment back because I lived across the street like the highway like it wasn't like a little street it's like a main road from um the PNC arena in North Carolina which was um, like a major concert venue, indoor sports arena, like all kinds of stuff. So our parking passes, if we needed an extra one, they were $50. And I was like, heck no, just mail that sucker back to me. So I reached out to him about that. And he, um, I don't know, said something like checking in on me, whatever. And I was like, I'm not ready to be friends. Like, I think that's something we can maybe think about in the future but not now and he messaged back and he was like 
dot 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 just friends like I mean maybe that wouldn't manipulate other people but for me like such a sucker for it but we stayed broken up and I actually like got really into like my fitness and weight loss goals and I like lost a lot of weight was really dedicated to that um, during this time and then after I lost weight um, I was like 40 pounds um, and I was like really feeling myself I was dating other people he dated other people I saw where he dated other people and his mom was like super involved in their relationship like she was always posting pictures of them and what's weird about that is that he would tell me his mom hated me she and I never really had an unpleasant interaction but he would tell me she hated me like she despised me um, he also said I had a drinking problem and that his parents were disgusted by my drinking problem. Now, mind you, his parents drank like fish and no shame. I'm just saying like that's part of the things that I think everything that came out of his mouth was a lie because his parents were heavy drinkers. And every time we did hang out with them, they were always like, here, Jillian, drink some more, drink some more, you know, they're all about it, so for him to turn around and say they were disgusted by your drinking, which I don't drink every day, I just, when I go out and party, I, I party, um, his dad once fell, uh, face down, because he'd been drinking, and, like, had to go to the hospital and get stitches in his face, because he didn't, like, put his hands out to catch him, so, like, okay, what are you, the pot or the kettle, um, the other thing that he lied about, um, just to like illustrate to you guys like what kind of person he was, he lived at home. He was older than me, and he lived at home, which like I've said, it's not always, like it's a red flag, like it's not always a deal breaker, but it is a red flag. So he lived at home. Well, he invited me to a cookout with his coworkers. And he told me, like, before we get to this cookout, he was like, you need to not tell them that I live at home. And I'm like, okay, why are we, like, why would that come up? Like, I'm not, okay, what is this conversation? And he was like, no, they all think I live in my own apartment. Like, they all think I moved out. And he'd worked for that company for three years. So he had been lying to these people about living in his own apartment for three years. And it's not like he lived in his own apartment and then moved back home. No, he went to school, graduated from school, moved back home and had been living at home. But his coworkers for three years thought he lived out on his own. And he was like, essentially, he was like, you need to help me keep up this facade. And I was just like so shook by that information that it didn't, you know, it almost kind of was hard though not to talk about it because it's all I could think about. Like, they're going to ask me where I live and I'm going to be like, well, Dace lives at home. Like I was so, <laughs> I was so um, just, I like, I was like, how do you, what, that's dedication, right? And also he, that's how worried he was about putting on this different facade to everyone else because like who would care right okay anyway so we broke up and we were not together um so we broke up in like before the holidays but I think it was in November and I like saw the people he dated this other girl like 
they, they were always posting pictures. This is why, I mean, if you're still hurt over it, delete them from social media because, like, stalking them does not make you feel better. Like, I promise you. It's just going to make you mad. <laughs> um, but they ended up breaking up. And he hit me up, I think, in August. And I had just gotten another new job. Because um, it was like each time with my jobs, it was like out of the frying pan, into the fire, out of the fire, into the frying pan, like back and forth, literally until I got the job I have now. So five years back. <laughs> um, but I had a new job and he hit me up. I don't remember why he hit me up, um, but he did. And I agreed to go out with him. And I was like feeling myself. And oh, he was all like he'd changed and he'd grown up blah 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 he was getting a new job because he didn't like his job either he was also like had all this money and savings and he's like I'm moving out like I'm doing all these things and this is where I learned the thing about like date someone where they are don't date them for their goals so I'll say that again date someone for where they are don't date someone for their goals now goals are important like people should have goals like I have goals too but if you want to be with me, you can't, like, expect me to be the person with, like, the famous podcast or whatever. You know, like, that's my goal, right? But that's not where I'm at right now. And if you're going to love me and respect me, you need to be okay with where I'm at right now. And then we should be, like, growing towards goals together. I hope that makes sense. Um, but if you date someone, like, <laughs> exclusively for their goals, I always do this. I'm like, yeah, they're fine, like, where they are, but where they want to be is hot, and then, like, I don't know, I put these blinders on myself. So that was his whole MO. And so I was like, yep, I'm about it. Like, I love these goals. Let's, yeah, let's do this thing. So we started dating again, and that was in August. And he said he would, like, come see me more often. And he didn't. It went back to just seeing each other on the weekends. Now, here's the thing, though. I had now been in Raleigh, so this was now 2017. So I'd been there, down there for two years. So I like was having my friend group, and I was really busy. The job I had, I was like on call 24/7. It was like crazy. I was a branch manager of a company for like no good reason, <laughs> um, of a staffing company. It was crazy. So I was like so busy that again, it took me a while to notice that we were only seeing each other on Sundays. Um, and I moved again. I moved in November. So, because it was really cold. And he helped me move. And oh my God, did he hold that above me forever. That he helped me move. He helped me move. Blah, blah, blah. He also went and got a second job on the weekends. He was like a bouncer at a club. So he said. I don't know. I never saw it. Um, I one time went with Mason. So she can attest to this. Because she, she used to... Um, uh, are you a Jillian or a Mason? She was in one of the first episodes. She came down and visited me, and we went to his restaurant that he worked at. Um, oh, yeah, because he was a server. So he had his uh, job at the office, and then he was a server, and then he was a bouncer. So he had, like, these three jobs for no good reason. Um like, no shade, but he would tell me he had $25,000 in savings. Like, at what point, like, do you want to go buy a boat in cash? Like, at what point, you know, are you 
like, yeah, you're making money, but you don't have a life. You still live at home. Anyway, I'm not throwing shade at goals. Like, achieve your goals. But at the same time, like, if you're only about money, you're not living your life. So, anyway, um, we went to go see him at his restaurant. And I went and bought a new shirt at the outlets because I, like, that's just what I do. And I thought it looked really cute. And we go in there and sit down and he saw us and like traded tables so he could serve us and the like wait staff was like really rude like Mason got a drink that was like I forget how it went it was either like all she got like a pineapple vodka and they she asked them to remake it I think the first time it was like just pineapple and she asked for more vodka and then they brought it back and it was like just vodka like the bartenders were like they were giving us dirty looks too like they were being assholes and I was like why are they being so mean to me like I'm here because my boyfriend works oh also it was a restaurant attached to a best western so it's not like you know five stars over here um and then he told me later I think I don't think he told me this when we were there Because we ended up leaving, um, and I was mad. I was upset. I don't remember what happened that I was upset. I guess that he was ignoring me. I don't know. I was upset over something. Maybe he did tell me this. Anyway, he told me that his coworker came up to him and was like, oh, are you going to go serve those two hookers? Like, talking about me and Mason. And again, I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't know if his coworker said that, but all I know is that that's what Dave, Dave, whatever, um, told me his coworker said. So, like, why tell me that unless you're trying to hurt my feelings? Uh, so that happened. And whenever, again, I would talk to him about, like, hey, like, I wish I could see you more. Like, you should come over. He would say, well, you're the one who wants Kate Spade bags and this lifestyle and I'm just trying to provide for this lifestyle and I'm like what lifestyle we don't live together I've never seen a Kate Spade bag from you um it was just bs it was just it was it was always like my fault like no matter what I wanted it was like against him um so we okay so we were together and then um what else happened so I went to the restaurant well at some point I baked him an apple pie and I baked it in like I put tinfoil on the pan because like stuff spills over so when he went to leave I like took the tinfoil that the pan was already on because it was like one of those throwaway pans because I had made it like with the intention of him to take it with him and it's like, I didn't feel like ripping the tinfoil off, whatever. So I took the tinfoil that I had baked the pie on that did have some of the, like, pie juices or whatever on it. And I, like, pulled them up and wrapped them around the pie and then put, like, fresh tinfoil around it, right? And he took it and, like, left my apartment without talking to me. And I was, like, or without saying goodbye, he, like, grabbed it and left. And I was, like, why is he mad? Like, what did I do? Like, what did I do wrong? So I think he called me while he was driving home or I called him. I don't know. We somehow end up on the phone 
And he was mad because I was so careless that I would give him this pie that was sticky and had the sticky tinfoil on it. Now, mind you, I'd put fresh tinfoil around it that I had given him this sticky pie. And like, how could I be so disrespectful to him and his car and his things to get that pie juice everywhere? And I was like, for real? Like, are you being serious right now? Like, I legitimately thought he was joking because I'm like, this cannot be real life right now. Like, I baked you a pie, like, from scratch, you know? And you know, he was legitimately mad. Like, he was mad and thought it was disrespectful and lazy of me to have, like, given him the pie like that. And I still didn't dump his ass. Um, we went to a fancy restaurant for his birthday, which was in December, and... I bought a dress, once again, um, to go, and all he said about the dress was, don't you think it's a little short, because it was like a gold sequin dress, if you follow me on social media, you've seen it, I mean, it is a short dress, but it's not like, so short I can't wear it, um, and then we went to the restaurant, and it was like, it was the Angus Barn in Raleigh, which is like a nice restaurant. It's like fancy. It's one of the fanciest ones in there. I don't know if it's a chain. I've only seen it in Raleigh. But he held that over me. He was like, you're the one who wants to go to dinner at the Angus Barn. But we went for his birthday. Um, he was just always concerned about money. Like, it was always about money with him. Like, he ordered in, like a side dish as his main dish. Um, at the Angus Barn, which is like the Angus Barn, right? Like you go there for steak and he didn't order steak. I think he ordered like four pieces of ravioli. It was just really, and he would never tell me what he was ordering until they were there. So like I ordered like steak and then he's like, oh, I'll get this little ravioli. And I'm like, now I feel weird and dumb, but he held that over me that I wanted to go to the Angus Barn and I'm like, you chose it for your birthday. Um, Anyway, so we had that, and then um, for his mom was throwing him a birthday party and a Christmas party, and I was invited, and I got a dress, and I got shoes, and I looked really cute, and I baked apple pie and apple cake. I baked two apple pies and an apple cake, but when I went to flip the apple cake out of the bunt pan it crumbled because I did something wrong and but I still wanted to bring it so I like took the pieces and like made them bite size like with toothpicks so it looked I mean it wasn't like a cake but it was like fine especially for this kind of party like a potluck where people are running around grabbing so I thought it would be fine so I brought it and he was so mad at me that I would bring that cake. He asked if I was trying to embarrass him in front of his family by bringing a cake that had like come apart. Like he was like, leave that in the car. Like, I don't even want to see it. I can't believe you would try and bring that. And I was like, I'm like, what, what is like, why is that so wrong? Like my family, my dad and brother would have like eaten it with their hand. Like they wouldn't have, they would have been stabbed with the toothpicks. Like it wouldn't have, it would not have mattered, you know? Um, and I had the two apple pies, like one was for him and then one was for the family. And the one that was for him, when he took it out of the car, he like stuck his thumb in it 
uh, it had tin foil in it, so he like pushed it in the tin foil, and then when he put it on the table and took the tin foil off, there was a hole in it, and he waited for someone to ask, like, oh, who brought the pies? And he's like, Jillian, can't you see? She stuck her thumb in it, and like, it would, I didn't, it just felt so weird. I was like, not gonna be like, no, Day stuck his thumb in it in front of his friends and family, like. Anyway, that's the type of stuff he was doing. Okay, still didn't break up with him, but we're getting there. Um, now, mind you, this is the second time we've dated. I, uh, for, so for New Year's, he did not want to go out. He did not want to go out for New Year's. He just wanted a chill night in. He wanted to stay in and didn't understand why I wanted to go out again. He always thought I had, he always claimed I had a drinking problem, which I did not, I do not. Um, but I am sensitive about that. Like if anybody ever makes jokes about like drinking problems around me, like I get my like feathers all ruffled or however you say. Um, so I go out with my friends on New Year's and when we go to leave and I was like, I think texting him throughout the night. Anyway, two of my friends wanted to go to this house party and then my other friend like went home with a guy so I was like there by myself and Ubers were like a hundred dollars for a five minute ride so I called him because I'd been drinking I called him and I was like can you just come pick me up like if if you're home not doing anything and then we could spend the rest of like New Year's together and he was out at a bar (laughs) like so he'd lied about staying in Anyway, so he was like, yes, fine. I mean, he was really mad, but he did come pick me up. um, And he was like, okay, I'll be there in like 40 minutes or whatever. So I was inside for a long time. And then like as long as the club was still open and then it closed and they were like, you have to sit outside. So I went outside. It was eight degrees that day, that New Year's. It was eight degrees and I'm outside and I had on shoes they weren't open-toed. They were, like, closed-toed, but the heel was open. But it was still, it was 8 degrees. Like, that was what temperature it was. I don't even know what the wind chill, what the wind chill was. Um, and I'm sitting outside. And I had a coat, but he kept telling me. He was like, oh, I'm, like, 10 minutes away. Oh, I'm, like, 5 minutes away. He was not. It took him more than 2 hours to get there. And I understand if there was, like, traffic, if there was an accident or something. But he wasn't telling me that. He was saying... He kept saying he was, like, five minutes away, ten minutes away. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he left, like, an hour after he said he was going to leave. I don't know. All I know is he kept saying he was really close, and I would call him, and he stopped picking up because he was mad at me that I was, like, bothering him. And I'm like, I'm freezing to death. Like, at this point, I'm just going to call – like, I'm just going to take the hit and call an Uber. But I didn't. I waited. Um, And I waited out there so long that I ended up getting frost nip on my feet and I did not know that frost nip was a thing literally until I got it it's like the stage before frostbite so my toes all but like my middle toe so like my big toes and my pinky toes and like almost all of them they were bright red and I think they hurt really bad that first night and I like put them in warm water and I put them in warm water the next day. And then they were like numb. I They hurt for like a few days. And then they were numb. And then my toes were numb for six months after that. Like I, I thought I was like, I, well, I, guess I just don't have feeling in my toes anymore. And they were red for like a really long time. And that's how I figured out what frost nip was. 
So I literally got Frostnip outside and like I know it's not technically his fault, but if it's like why lie about why lie to me how close you are because I would have just like got I just would have taken the hit for the Uber and told you to go home. But if you keep saying you're five minutes away, like I'm not gonna spend a hundred dollars and then you pull into the parking lot. You know what I mean? So that's when we like broke up for real because I was like this I have like physical damage to my body now like no you didn't hit me but this is too much um and he also said I was like an ill person for wanting to break up with him because he was so awesome and amazing anyway that's pretty much the story of that relationship um I didn't like mean for it to sound like I'm just complaining the whole time but I feel like like more often than not these things are kind of happening in relationships and we see them and we overlook them again and again and again and it just like escalates and escalates and escalates and um sometimes it can be hard to see these things like I he's definitely a narcissist um everything was always he would always bring up like I helped you move like I took time out of my day to help you move um which is like if your girlfriend is moving I don't know it seems pretty par for the course that you would like help but he would totally use that against me and um whenever we went to a restaurant and it was just it was it was just like everything it was like he had a running list of everything he'd ever done for me so that he could make sure he could bring it up. That's how it felt. Um, didn't like spending money. Didn't want to spend time with me. If I asked for more time, I was taking him away from his goals. And he was trying to achieve his goals to give me the life I wanted. Um, and that's just that's what it was. So that's what it was like to date a narcissistic personality. It's, it's kind of weird that I read my journal, but I figured that was the best and most kind of honest and play-by-play way to do that. And it also helped, like, remind me of things, even things I didn't write down. Um, so, yeah, um, that's, that's pretty much that story. Definitely um, gaslighting. Like, he would just make me think it was my fault, you know what I mean? Um, and make me question things. I mean, he's really good at it. It's not so outright, and that's how come... You know, he would say things um, like the whole, you're trying to take me away from my goals. And then I would be like, oh, am I being a selfish person? Like, I need to be independent. Like, I shouldn't need to be attached to him. Like, he's right. Um, So, so, yeah. Okay, so to wrap this up, I found an article from Healthline and it's like 11 signs you're dating a narcissist and I won't really go through them um, because we've talked a lot about them here but one of them is they gaslight you and they have examples uh, or like signs of gaslighting and they are the following you no longer feel like the person you used to be that's me totally thought I was strong independent I would never put up with bullshit there I was you feel more anxious and less confident than the than you used to be 100% when he would do the stuff, like, look at the legs on that one. Definitely made me feel bad about myself. Tell me I had the smallest boobs of anyone he ever did. Like, that still bothers me to this day. Um, You often wonder if you're being too sensitive. Yep, totally. When he would say I was using crying as a weapon. Um, You feel like everything you do is wrong. 
yeah, look, when I made the apple pie, I put tinfoil around it. it. made me feel bad for that. And then I did feel like, was that lazy? Like, should I have not wrapped it up in tinfoil? Like, should I? I just should have gotten a new pan. Like, I am lazy. He's right. Yep. Um, you always think it's your fault when things go wrong. Totally. Um, I was like, like I said, he left mad. And I immediately was like, what did I do wrong? Um, you're apologizing often. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you have a sense something's wrong but aren't able to identify what it is. Oh, there we go constantly it was constantly like what did I do wrong like what did I say to upset him um like the thing about where the when I took the picture with a friend the selfie after hot yoga and he stopped responding to me and I was like oh I fucked up like he's not interested and in my journal I had written like he's not going to put up with me for very much longer but really he was just a narcissist and he was gaslighting me like grooming me so I would stop like calling him out for his behavior because to punish me he would stop talking to me if that makes sense um you often question whether your response to your partner is appropriate yeah all the time and you make excuses for your partner's behavior and that's the biggest one because I think that's how I ended up in this relationship so long and I went back to it because I would make excuses I got back with him and my mom remembers this conversation with her because she was like why are you gonna get back with him and I was like it's not fair like the way that like who I was because I was in such a dark place the first time we dated like I wasn't in a space that was ready for a relationship like it was all me like everything that was wrong with our relationship was on me um because I like you know was in this place and I'm in a better place now which means our relationship will be different he's telling me all these things like I totally took responsibility for our relationship failing the first time so that's why I got back into it so Anyway, that's a little bit about gaslighting. That's a little bit about a narcissistic personality. There's more stories, but I feel like I've taken enough time to go over it. Um, I would love to do a listener files for you guys if you specifically have experiences with gaslighting and narcissism because really it wasn't even in this relationship. It was when I was out of that relationship that someone, I think my aunt sent me an article on narcissistic personality types or gaslighting. She was like, this reminds me of Dave. And I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what was happening. So I didn't even know about it. So I think talking about like the little things that he did, and there's so much worse, like there are so much worse examples. Um, but I think talking about them helps bring awareness and can maybe help somebody not stay in a relationship so long or even enter into a relationship or get back into a toxic relationship. So if you guys have those stories, please send them in. I would love to do another listener file. So the reason we haven't done one again is because I don't have any stories. So you can DM those to me on Instagram at the dating dossier or email them to thedatingdossier at gmail.com. I hope you guys are enjoying what you're hearing so far. If you have suggestions for episodes or you'd like to be a guest, please also let me know. I'm happy to schedule those, and it seems like the world might be opening back up again soon, and we can even do in-person sessions, uh, hopefully shortly. Thanks so much. <laughs>